Rolling around in PvP with the fire team, yup. Got my shotgun, got the hand cannon, not shooting heads. Doing what I can. That was Dead Man's tail. Took it to the ground, underground, six feet. Now I gotta get back up again. Yeah. Moving to the Bravo with the fire team. It's a movie lotto. Take your ticket, take a seat. We see what's gonna happen. Bottom fragging, that's that sweaty game swagging. Yep, there it is, there it is, Sin. Do a Sin little three, two, one. everyone and thanks for tuning in to episode number 226 of the guardian hub podcast where we talk about destiny and season of the witch uh welcome this evening it's just me des and often uh guest of the show problemus that's rodimus i, I guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> are you saying you didn't change your name no i did not actually someone else did oh <laughs> Well, it wasn't me. I don't know. I don't have access to that, so I can't tell you. I mean, you can change your own name, but uh, <laughs> I probably blink. That leaves one person. I know. Now I'm curious because um, I think there is. I can look at the audit log. I'm trying to remember if they do that or it's just other things in the audit log. <laughs> it's everything. I don't remember. Getting sidetracked here. Oh, no, I'm just wanted start. I know, splendid start. Go ahead and talk amongst yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, because I'm not even in the right area. I'm in user settings versus uh, server <laughs> settings. <laughs> but hey. It might have been me. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't remember doing it. So <laughs> I know. Watch. I'll get to it and, and see. Uh, but there's no way to search in here um, no. so that I can see. So it's going to be... Uh, um, um, yeah, it doesn't look like you did it. There is a way to search, and uh, I don't know. It's not quick <laughs> here, and I don't want people to wait. So, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> this, I this is lame. Sorry, folks. But anyways, um, <laughs> season of the witch is out. All right, uh, we have stuff to talk about. Um, we can talk about our experiences about it. We can talk about um the showcase and the showcase had a pretty good tldr wrap-up in the twab so maybe we'll combine it on that and uh, what we're looking forward to coming up so uh but i guess because this is fresh on the mind of the very beginning thing um this is huge news um because they don't talk about this as much they just say click on an article to see it but we learned a little bit about uh what's coming after Lightfall, which doesn't mean like we're learning the specifics of story or anything like that, but at least we kind of know the model after Lightfall. 
Newsflash, it's not Destiny Online. <laughs> no, it's not Destiny Online. And it's probably still going to be called Lightfall throughout the year of Lightfall. And but, <laughs> but what we do know, and this is kind of what I was guessing. I didn't think they would do exactly these three breakdowns, but got to give a lot of mad props to. I know a lot of people predicted things like this. I was a little more pessimistic. This is better than I thought it would be. I know Hazel and the Guardian Downcast kind of had a very close prediction to this type of model. Um, I want to talk about it, and then we can talk about what we think and if it, you know, if we think it'll be good or not. But they confirmed again. We already knew this point, but they said more specifically the main storyline of the Light and Dark Saga, the whole ten-year arc of Destiny. That storyline will still conclude after the Lightfall campaign, and more importantly, the raid. Okay. Yes. Yes. The but, entire. Yeah, the story is coming oh, yeah, to yeah. a head. Yeah, the story is but coming story, to a head at the yeah. start of Lightfall yes. or Final Shape. Sorry. Yeah. Final. Yeah, Final Shape. But okay, people, you do remember it's just the word "story." It doesn't mean the game. It's the story. Yeah. The story we know so far. So, what's going to happen after that? Well, uh, listening. I don't know if they had this in the intro part or in the post show, but basically it's going to be right after the raid reset. I, I kind of have an idea. They did this with, remember last wish raid in the forsaken campaign. It was after the raid passed. Now they kind of use the word after the weekly reset. I don't know if it'll be when the raid first gets passed or the week weekly reset after that, but basically at, shortly after the raid gets completed by the first kind of few groups and, or they give us a week. And of course we can still hop in the raid afterwards if we haven't completed it, but that is going to be it's done okay so what do we do that is the story dead 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 game right yes dead game all right rodimus are you going to move on to another game afterwards uh probably it's dead game so why would i yeah yeah i mean it's a dead game are you going to pay the hundred dollars for um final shape oh i've already done (laughs) i've already (laughs) actually i spent 80 oh kato's here oh we have another we have another person in here right on uh, right now, actually, if you go to, I think it's Green Man Gaming, you can get the $100 package for 80 bucks. Correct. Now, they di- now FYI, by the time you hear this, unless you're live, they send another email out saying it only goes through till tomorrow. They oh. usually don't cut that deal that quick. However, I bet they'll bring it back again as it gets closer. They'll probably do one of those things where they're hoping to get a big push now, and then they'll stop the deal for a bit, and they'll probably RNG start up later. was on a on that yeah so eighty dollars even better right it, it yeah. is a is hundred dollars worth it cato for um final shape campaign and raid and then the story is done it's a dead game after that i mean i spent that on diablo 4 and played it for a month so <laughs> <laughs> i know right even even if i know that's it's so funny when we think of it that way even if uh this was like a one-off game like a lot of just, you know, like the God of War type games or stuff. I mean, obviously the campaign's not going to be as long as those games, but still, even if it was a one-off, like the Final Shape campaign and Raid could be pretty darn good. And even if that was, you know, just the $60 or whatever, it's not a horrible price to pay. No, but I I have a feeling the $60 games are no longer going to be something out there. You're going to spend $70, $80 now, so... 
Well, I'm impressed when I was waiting after the showcase, like, okay, when are we going to see the price? And they did not raise it, at least compared to last year. You can still pay $99 for the next year and be all in. That includes everything, all the stuff that's coming after Final Shape, which we have been skirting around this little teaser here, and all the um, content, uh, season pass, everything that comes after, plus the campaign, basically the whole year. Assuming it'll be a year again for ninety nine dollars. So, and what's nice too is you get that fusion rifle now. Um, now, yep. With it, like they did with uh, the last one time they did with the Quicksilver Storm. Yeah. So, it, get a hundred dollar exotic. I do. do we know any anyone that got that yet? Yeah, I have it. It's um, oh, have you used it? Tessellation, um, kind of. Right now, I'm trying to get the catalyst for the X Dryerus. Yeah, Dryerus. Whatever. I'll say how I want to say it. <laughs> um, so I do like a hundred calibration units. So I can do all the activities with it on. Okay. Okay. So any, anyways, stuff. Don't you worry, folks. Stuff is going to be happening after the final shape campaign and raid. And what is that? You may ask. Well, we are having episodes of your favorite Saturday cartoons. No, we're having episodes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Destiny uh, animated? Is that what we're having? There we go. <laughs> nope, not quite that either. Um, we are having episodes instead of four seasons throughout the year. We are having three episodes. Oh, that's got to be crappy, right? Only three instead of four? What do we think? <laughs> oh, because you get three acts per episode. Ooh, yes, we do. We do. And Bungie has told us the reason why they did this. I think this is going to be good. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it here. Bungie told us that the four seasonal, the four, you know, throughout the year seasonal model just is getting old and wasn't really quite working. And um, development-wise and also for us, like how much content we were expected to get and whatnot. So instead, we're going to have three per year. However, that will give them the ability to make them even more action-packed with more cinematics, more campaigns, more awesome stuff. Do we believe them? Yeah, probably yes. I don't see why not. I mean, it makes <laughs> right? sense that uh, if that, that I was talking to the wife about it. Um, I mean, you're you're reducing the number of ideas you have to come up with by one and but any of that manpower that would have been occupied with a crappy idea can now go in and flesh out like your better ideas just a little more unless of course they can still come up with a crappy idea but i mean well there's always been at least that one yeah but uh there's always been like that one season that just isn't up to snuff with the rest at least yeah you could say that and with the current seasonal model too as far as like the seasonal weekly missions which yes i know they aren't always amazing but at least when they're going we have what at most six to seven i think we had an eight week one once but that was very rare and then sometimes yeah. it's almost like seems like five or six you know it's like ooh, yeah. and it's like what do you do the rest of the season well this 
is a very interesting model, which we have to remember, like you were saying, each episode is split into three acts, and each act is going to be six weeks each. So in essence, there's going to be kind of new, interesting things to do every six weeks, not as maybe as big of like the master you know, three-month things or this each episode when it comes out, but every six weeks there's going to be different weapons to go for. I'm looking at the graphic here. Additional season pass checkoffs on the bar. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, maybe even the story will uh, revamp then. I mean, I think this is a brilliant model where, yeah, maybe we hit it hard for like three or four weeks, right? Maybe even two or three. But <laughs> the idea is just six weeks later, there's something else going on again. They have us coming back every six weeks now versus... Now, I know a lot of people would do the seasonal events and they were always here anyways, but for the people that want something new on the horizon, they have us back every six weeks now versus every 12 weeks. So, yay. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I mean... uh, Let's talk about this. They said we will have oh, 200 now for the season pass bar, 100 for the first act in each episode, and then 50 for the second act, and then another 50 for the third act. So it'll be 200 total for the whole episode, which is a, a four-month period, you know. And then uh, the next act will start, and then, you know, new stuff. Each act will have... We'll always have an exotic mission. We'll always have an exotic weapon. We'll always have a new story. We'll always have new quests, new activities. And also, I don't know how they're going to split this up since there's three versus you know, four, but when you buy the full year annual pass at the store, it does say we're also getting two dungeons throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll split that up however they want. And what's more is I'm... Pretty sure. I mean, they're not saying this yet, but I could see us getting one or two reprised raids also. Now that Destiny's continuing on, maybe we'll still get that sore subject, Wrath of the Machine, or maybe we'll get we'll get even uh, you know Leviathan coming back. I'm happy with all the above. A theory about that. Yeah, do tell. Well, I mean, the, the, just whenever they show off the episodes, they seem to be particular about the coloration that they're using to present each episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious if there's, you know, correlation. Um, because especially with the first episode coming, which is Echoes, which, you know, um, you know, the red coloration is very heavily associated with something. Mm-hmm. So just saying. But then again, of course, we won't get reprised right that soon. Considering it's the first, but no, I'm I'm just curious if there's like the little hints uh, design wise for that. It could be. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, we got Echoes. It's red. That's the first one coming in March through June. By the way, um, the new um, Final Shape uh, expansion is pretty much right on track. So February, I forget the exact date, but you know it's right on the year mark. I think. Okay. And then the next one is Reverent, the next act, and that's a blue coloration. Oh, Echoes shows a Vex, and it's red. Um, Revenant shows a Scorn, and it's blue. And Heresy shows a Hive sword, and it's greenish. I'm excited for Heresy, but... Um, Actually, red for Vex does make sense. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, but, that throws my entire theory askew because, yeah, never mind. Carry on. <laughs> but this is, this is kind of <laughs> still, in a way, like, call it what you want. I never thought the name was important. I mean, I think they just want to keep Destiny 2 because it's a good IP name. I guess they could just change it to Destiny Online if they really cared, but why care about the name so much? This is really moving to just a... The main storyline is done, and they said these are self-contained episodes that someone can mm-hmm. come in or out at any point. They don't have to know the previous stories. Exactly. They don't have to be done in order. It's not like Echoes leads to Revenant, Revenant leads to Heresy. They're all just self-contained episodes. Yeah, which is yeah. very curious considering they even mentioned like their... I believe they mentioned their, their even new player. Like if you just picked up Destiny, like you could like follow along these. I believe they did say that. And I think how that's working is we're getting a little bit of clue of that. Even this season, they're, they're kind of slyly sneakily changing up the new light stuff. And in fact, they're trying to get all the players to run these reprised missions. They had, they had me go in and I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but they had me go back in and play the Cade mission where he dies. Yeah. Yeah. But they added new voiceover lines to him. Des like, it's like the mission, but they added, it's not a lot, but, it's just more like a recap of the whole <laughs> DLC as like voiceover lines uh, yeah. doing the mission. Fair, 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 fair. It's like Ikora like recapping for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually kind of cool. I haven't done it yet. That's, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, yeah. You get to know the stakes yeah. and such if they're, and like especially if they're not using. He's telling you the story of the past yeah. as you play it. And in fact, yeah, okay. you get a copy of Monte Carlo at the end. If you didn't have one, Ooh. or if you do, you get another copy. But yeah, I think it's. I think it all kind of makes sense <laughs> with that. <clears throat> I ran them just. Makes to... sense. Yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, as to yeah. changing from Destiny Two to Destiny Online, that would be the only reason. Is because it's no longer just the second iteration continuing the first game. Like this is stepping forward into a whole new thing. That's the only reason I could see the name change, or a name change. I mean, I still say that they'll... It's whenever they finally uh, have to swap engines. Like, legitimately, that whenever that is, whenever they decide it, whenever they have to cut loose, you know, when they have to cut loose... I don't think they're going to, though. Restart. Okay, it, you think, they are you going think to run. run into, they, they have to at some point. I'm so they confused. Have to at some point, they can't just go forever. In fact, um, I mean, I guess they could if they just keep. They don't want to though. Like, they want to at some point have better technology, and they're going to feel limited by for sure. PlayStation. I mean, four and come on, this engine has already seen like critical stress like twice <laughs> in recent years. <laughs> But it's got to be something because they're using it for their new IP too. So there's probably some stuff we haven't seen from the engine. Well, even if they don't change the engine, they can also change to next gen only and the engine will still run better. They already did that once in Destiny 1 on the last DLC. Sorry, Destiny 1 talk around this. But yeah, this is actually kind of interesting. The last DLC, Rise of Iron, they cut off just at the very end, the last year of Destiny 1, they Mm -hmm. cut off 
PS3. And it was this, they kept the same engine, of course, but they were able to do so much better things because of more memory space in the PS4s, Xboxes, uh, more disk uh, space, okay. and everything like that. So even if they don't change the engine, I still feel like, come on, at least after the full year of Final Shape, they should maybe consider cutting off last gen. Yeah, they got to I at mean, some point because it's like twenty years old. Exactly. Well, I mean, and also to be fair, they've been using they've supposedly been using this base engine since Reach, I believe. Or was it before? Yeah, Reach? I don't remember. I can't remember. I think they were. I think they used. Yeah, it's. And even Reach right. was like phenomenal and still phenomenal. You look at no, yeah, no. I mean, okay, all right, but also to be fair. The, the, the okay, maybe not the engine, maybe not because again, uh, they this is an old freaking engine, as is if they are still using the modified reach engine. But their code, they have to do something about this coding because I mean, that's definitely where a lot of their problems are, especially right now. But anyway, that's hey, the game has gotten more stable. Remember, we uh Remember we were talking about this mid last season and they said there's a little bit better mid season and then a little bit more at the beginning of the season. Um, we'll see. Give us to maybe mid of this season to see if it, um, I mean, we had a couple minor hiccups and, and when I say stable, I don't count bugs like loadouts are turned off right now. That's just a bug that's going to happen anyways, just because of, you know, you can't predict everything. I don't know if exactly. I haven't gotten too many, server issues the last several weeks and even the last couple days i mean you're gonna have a live service game it's gonna happen regardless of what what game you're playing they're going to be some hiccups because if they introduce a new weapon that new weapon will have a line of code that may not work with the other code well currently i mean i'm assuming everyone here has seen or heard with malfeasance being bugged right now heard about it you know why it's bugged no no do tell so Our we have overload. Yeah. So overload hand cannon this season, right? Yeah. Well, malfeasance is intrinsically unstoppable, so it should not benefit from overload. Well, no, it is no. currently benefiting from the overload and causing the um the tainted slug explosions to count towards the lucky pants damage stack, which is why it's doing so much damage it's and a, it's such a simple little thing but nobody's addressed it because it's such a niche thing okay there's all these little things that they're not game breaking but they are a problem yeah also the warlock new aspect seems uh, to be pretty busted invincible i was seeing a video of someone in crucible and they were some they were getting headshots for like seven damage when they had the aspect up <laughs> oh i've seen videos where it's people unload of like all the heavy you get and they're still alive <laughs> it's yeah. crazy which reminder everyone we have new strand aspects this season go to neomuna go to um the icon to the left, you know, where you get the voice lines and see the veil, and uh, um, you, then you'll be able to pick up an aspect after that. The new Titan Exotic. Um, how long do you give it before that's disabled? I don't know that one. It turns Burning Maul into a one-shot fire tornado. 
instead of a roaming super, it is a one-shot fire tornado. But because you can proc your super, switch to synthoseps, it's putting out just insane damage numbers. Nice. Well, I've been back on Warlock main this season, even though I was kind of maining at the end of last season for raid stuff, but um, just been chilling on solar so far. Um, but there's so much to try. Yeah, the some of the strand stuff. Uh, hearing about all these things. Uh, Grackle says in... You... Oops, go ahead. Real quick, Greg, Grackle says in the chat, the reason why they had needed one less season was to free up staff to work on Project Gummy Bear. Gummy Bear. Uh, the only bad thing is I don't actually think they have separate staff for separate seasons. <laughs> I know. I think he's probably not <laughs> joking, but... Uh, I, I, Gummy I, Bear... I, I understand the joke. It's just... I'm sorry to be like the wet blanket, but yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, Rodimus, did you see, and it's rumored to be that this is the matter thing, but there's, they think there's like a cartoony looking arena th game coming up is what Bungie's next game's going to be. Oh, probably a mobile game? They didn't quite say. It looked to me like it might be both. Well, I mean, if this is the... Because the next project... Uh, was invested in by Tencent, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, Asian company. Um, but they, I believe they predominantly deal in mobile titles. Yeah. This is just kind of rumors slash small amounts of stuff was leaking I out. Think... I don't even care about that right now, but I did forget that it was some news. Thanks, Grackle, for reminding me. <laughs> Project Gummy Bear, yeah. I love that t term for it. God it reminds me of the old uh, Android build names. Mm. Mm -hmm. Marshmallow. Couples. All right, let me. I forget them now, but yeah. Anyway. Um, let's get back to this. Um, even the new um, Titan uh, strand thing is pretty OP too. Once you get the four stack and the banner, it, like this heals everyone around you. Hunters get a Beyblade. That's um. Will <laughs> he sounds so excited? I am severely disappointed. For being honest, <laughs> no one cares about honors. Oh, fucking obviously! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Do, do we need to talk? Insane damage resist. Titans get a thing that just intrinsically heals constantly, and hunters get a fucking Beyblade. Yeah, I'm disappointed. You got a rope spike okay. last season. Shut up. <laughs> that doesn't need to... do anything. <laughs> a rope. We need to talk, I guess, about the new stuff. If that's what we're doing now, we can go back to uh, future stuff. But all right. We have Season of the Witch. And uh, we, we went in. We saw new stuff. We saw, as we're talking about our new uh, um, strand aspects here. And... Um, New Let's go with the weapons and stuff first, just initial impressions, and then I want to talk about the story and, and missions and stuff. But let's talk about this exotic. We have the uh, Exterus. Um, it's pretty fun. It is a special grenade launcher arc that shoots basically like what the Boomer Knights shoot, and you don't have to reload it. It's awesome. <laughs> Now, I do have to say, Hunter's got something really neat that pairs with that exotic. 
Oh, yeah. The Moth Keeper Wraps, which is arm gauntlets. When you kill an enemy, you know how it spawns the tracking moth? It spawns two moths from that grenade oh, launcher. Nice. See, they care about hunters. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Come on, Kato. Sure, sure, sure. sure. That's why Someone that's why hunters still have a roaming that's why hunters still have a roaming super that's never had damage reduction. Oh, we had it for a season. Well, you get a season out of nine years. Yeah, I, I agree. I I agree. <laughs> okay, and legitimately about... in D one, it was the only roaming super that had no damage reduction, and Titans were running around with like sixty five percent damage reduction with hammers. <laughs> <laughs> the warlock gets the the warlock gets the briar binds. I always forget. Yeah, we're getting. We often still get new exotic armor per season and that was the hunter one right you were talking about kato mm-hmm. what yeah. is it did you say arms legs what was it um arms arms okay arms. warlock has arms also briar binds basically your void souls have longer duration yay they also gain escalating damage those is good and durability as they defeat targets you can retrieve your void souls by interacting <laughs> with them allowing them to be redeployed cool okay actually okay I heard some okay things about it, about it actually, but I haven't tested it yet. And do we know what the Titan has? Yes, no! that's the one that, that turns the uh, Burning Maul into a fire tornado. Oh, yeah, the one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Saw... I'm trying to look at collections here. I don't know. I saw the proposed name for it as the Celestial Night Bonk. <laughs> Where's the you know icon? I would be perfectly fine with the Titans having the capability of a 1 million damage super if they would buff Celestial Nighthawk. They do seriously need to buff Celestial Nighthawk. It has like become like the worst like hunter. <laughs> Almost. No, wait. No, no, no. No, Bow Tracer is still a thing. So, yeah, never mind. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. The Pyrogale Gauntlets. Yeah. Modifies burning. Oh my gosh, these things, what the hell? You have like big <laughs> shoulder pads with like blaster guns on them or something. <laughs> well, nobody said okay, that. That sounds amazing. Modify his burning maul into a single <laughs> high damage slam of your hammer that creates five cyclones of flame. Consecrations, second slam, creates a cyclone of flame. Yeah, I've they seen some like... videos. It looks stupid. It's like uh, just annihilates everything in its path. Yeah. What's the little? Uh, it was an old Nintendo or Sega game. It was like the little blaster guns that you had. What game was this? Um, was it Blaster Master? Uh, before my time. That's what it was. Anyways, it looks like <laughs> these little blaster guns on the shoulder of shoulder pads. I guess I wanted to say that was Blaster Master. Possibly. It's been a while. I know. It's, uh, the only reason I know is because I actually watched some speedruns of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have the seasonal weapons. Uh, initial word, people kind of like the scout. And um, I haven't played with the other ones too much yet. Any any initial interest on any of this? Oh, actually, I like the hand cannon. Kept confidence. Uh, strand hand cannon. Hand it's, cannons it's... are feeling good this season. Back to D1, baby. How it felt like. Sorry, Rodimus. So, 
uh, strand hand cannon shares the same model as last order, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Is it? I, but is it a text mechanica? I I don't know. I don't know. It's adaptive frame. Well, if you have it, look in the corner. No, there's nothing. No, it's not. No. That, it doesn't have that. It just yeah, has exactly. the seasonal. Like. No, not but, the corner. Uh, the actual weapon inspection. Do you not know that foundries have labels on weapons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing there. other than a line from Drifter. Like, there is nothing about this hand cannon. No, I know what no. you meant, Des. It's not, it's not Tech yeah. Mechanica, but... Um, it's weird. Uh-huh. Show but, especially now that they have, like, Tex Mechanica legendaries, like, mm-hmm. it would be weird to, like, not include that. If they're sharing... Because, I mean, it's it's they share mm-hmm. models, like, candy. I mean, so that's no issue. It's just curious, in my yeah. opinion. Well, anyways, I'm I'm back to remembering, and this is really interesting too because I did main a hand cannon a lot in D1, and specifically in the Crota raid. Different raids, I had different weapon sets that I used, and Crota's coming back, and hand cannons are good again, and it's you can D1. actually, I know it's D1, but you can actually, you don't have to, you can even body shot red bars now; they go down instantly. You can. Nice. One or two tap yellow bars, depending, you know, headshots. Um, I mean, it feels nice again. That was like the entire like uh, appeal for hand cannons in D1. Because um, I remember Wrath of the Machine. Uh, you wanted to use like a high impact hand cannon because that was one of the few things at the time that could one shot the shanks in Wrath. Yep. I remember that too. So hand ca- oh and so, yeah, I've been getting nice red bars. I've been getting red bars drop like crazy, and then we also what have the new thing where we can, when they're crafted, we can level them up quicker, right? Has anyone done that yes. or looked into that? Yes, I yes. have. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so tell. now you. So yeah. So now you can like. So there. Yes. Explain. It costs I was trying to remember something. An enhancement course. That is all it costs. Oh, but you can use them or enhancement cores to automatically level. Like yes, you can okay, purchase cool. levels, so you can go craft your weapon and immediately level it up, and then recraft a masterwork. How many um, enhancement cores? Is... Let's say you wanted to get to like fifteen to eighteen to like get to the good perks. So I know what it takes to get to twenty. I don't know about okay. fifteen. The twenty, it's sure, just to be safe, 20, let's say that twenty is the masterwork. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so how much? <laughs> Eighty-nine thousand and nine or ninety thousand glimmer and fifty-three enhancement cores. Done. <laughs> well, done occasionally. I would do that occasionally. The, the glimmer, no, super, no big deal because you can get glimmer back. Yeah, yeah, but, no, um, yeah. yeah. I'm saying one hundred seven enhancement cores. So you know, I mean, it's kind of hefty on enhancement cores. Like you can definitely. You got matter weave to get rid of the matter weave. I mean, no, yeah, it's true. Like, there's ways of getting more enhancement cores. I'm just saying they they did make it expensive enough to where you can't just do it. 
you know? Right. Not with every weapon, yeah. But I think yeah. this is brilliant for the ones that matter because for someone like me, I did not, I was not the person that was crafting every single weapon. I was only crafting like the few, one or two per season that I really yeah. liked. Right. And yeah. now you can like get the masterwork on those weapons like that you really enjoy. So that's really cool. And like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks I for reminding like me on the matter weave. I'm changing those to cores right now. <laughs> that was my big hiccup is I didn't know how expensive it was going to be, and it's really not bad. I was. No. It's one of those like this would have been really handy, you know, last season prior to the raid race kind of thing. Some of us were grinding weapons out trying to get it done certain weapons done that were craftable mm-hmm. you know but like um prime example is apex predator from last wish like you finally get all five of them it is like the best rocket right now you just level it up there you go you're done you don't have to go dares of eternity or shirochi farm or all the other yeah. stupid shit it's and also nice. now, now using a currency to level up weapons really does bring this back into D one territory. <laughs> yes. Oh, because okay. we had to use the. What were they called? Were they, were they called orbs I, of light? Uh, yeah, something. But I uh, something like that. I, I, but I don't yeah, care what they're called. But I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they actually converted the this currency that was I think rarely used in D one. And just be kind of stockpiled, but yeah, you can just eat them and like instantly level weapons to like fully unlock their perks. So, yeah, hmm. okay. you got your rainmaker, so you get your glimmer too, so you're not going to be too badly broke if you want to even level no. a couple of your weapons. Yep. Well, I have 389 matter weaves, so I'm working on that right now. <laughs> there's also the phantasmal <laughs> fragments, there's um, there, there's the here always pieces from. Europa that you can also convert to Glimmer. Like, there's a lot of things you can convert to Glimmer. I mean, yeah, Glimmer is not an issue. Glimmer has almost never been an issue in Destiny. Yeah. And I'm now sitting on 15 Ascendant Shards in my consumables inventory, which is nice. Yeah, that reminds me. Kind of consolidating it right there. The, the one update they did, or I wish they would have done, along with everything else, since we no longer have a power grind, is uh, upgrade modules. Oh, oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have a bunch of those. Well, you still, <laughs> you're still no, no, you're still going to need them because you people, yeah, they don't have the increase, but there's still people under light level. Well, yeah, no, I'm not so. saying you don't need them. I'm saying I wish they would raise the cap with everything else, oh. or let you convert them into something if you don't need them, because. Like, I'm at cap since we no longer have a light increase, but I'm still infusing stuff here and there. But I have them sitting in my postmaster because I can't pull them. We <laughs> need a conversion for them, would be nice. What'd you say, Redimus? Vault, you need the get the 1810? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. I've been slowly working on it, but yeah. Speaking of enhancement cores, I just got 20 from a card. Nice. Nice. 
All right, season of itch. Uh, let's just get into the story here real quick. Uh, we don't have to go into the deeply. Story. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is fun. I love this. Um, uh, gosh, I don't even know where to start. But basically, we, we start we, with we start with yeah, Eris becoming it. a hive. That's what we start well, with. Not at the very beginning, but yes, that was the eight. That's what they tell us right away that's going to happen. <laughs> and I'll tell you, folks. I this is a known issue. I actually missed that cutscene at first. I was doing there was a cutscene before that, and then like it was kind of like those one of those recap cutscenes. And we need to do this. We need to do this. Imaru, blah blah blah. Deal with the Witch Queen, and then it goes into the first mission, which was really cool. By the way, it was the Witch Queen campaign, kind of that ending mission, play space for a while, and then after that we do I think Spire. And then after that, there was another cutscene, and I felt like I was supposed to get a cutscene. It was kind of sitting on that black screen for a while, and it was down to 30 frames. But then it got stuck there forever, and then eventually I saw like a little f- switch, and then it went back to orbit. I'm like, did I miss a cutscene? And there is this known issue that some people aren't getting it. So if you need to watch the cutscene, there's multiple places you can go. I just went to YouTube and found Esoteric did a week one recap of the whole campaign with the cutscenes and boy that cutscene is amazing um Eris's actual transformation <laughs> yes that was she, be- she becomes a hive yes but she, it's just so cool to watch <laughs> she, she becomes a hive like we 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 have precedence for this and it's not good considering there are voice lines that are teasing at this precedence this it's is kind insanity. Of, it's kind of funny. Yeah, we, we know this isn't going to be great, but it's kind of funny when it actually ended up happening and Ikora is there and she seemed concerned, but not as concerned. It's almost like she's kind of like, well, this is finally happening. Whatever. Let's just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so Eris we rips off. Like, she does like... Yeah, good. No, but we're seeing like the birth of someone... That has the potential to become even more of an issue than Savathun ever was. Like for those yeah. not into the lore and the dark future, Eris was the witch queen, and Savathun served under her. <laughs> like yeah. this is insanity. One, we are trying to get Eris to God level because we need right. to give her our tithes. <laughs> so that oh, she'll grow great. even more powerful. I, and I did love that line. Bring me my tithe. I was like, yeah. Oh, this is full sword logic. Yeah. <clears throat> she keeps saying, I at, I at, I at. And she does this crazy science seance on the ground and then yes. starts, she rips off her mask. And then we don't quite see like her eyes area. I mean, you see it a little bit. It's just kind of like the smoky thing and then she goes up into the air and then transforms into a pretty good cool model you can tell it's kind of like a feminine type hive model almost like you know well like it would uh, have to be like a wizard well yeah 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 yeah. well (laughs) no doesn't she look more like a a knight i don't know well what what would you say if you had a weird i was about to say if you say feminine i mean yeah, it's it, there's only wizards are female. I know, but but now I'm just <laughs> second guessing it because it doesn't look like a wizard. It looks like a knight. What did you well, guys okay, think? Well, that's, okay, that's not entirely true because Savathun is still canonically female, but she is a knight, so that's fair. 
but she's like the only female knight that I know of. But yeah, anyway, sorry. I think it's more. I, I don't. It got. I mean, it kind of looked to me a little more acolyteish, but like yeah. with a yeah. more protrusion though. No, you're right. It was more acolyte than anything. It wasn't a knight. I guess I just was saying it wasn't. It didn't look like a wizard. That's well, what I was saying. The protrusions yeah, do kind of look like those. Uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, prince or something like that. Some kind of prince, which were knight models that were mostly knights, but like had slightly extra jagged pieces. I think back in D one ish. But yeah, it's kind of what it reminds me of. There's something Prince. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take a screenshot. Well, no, you don't know. (sighs) I mean. (laughs) But it's also... She didn't get near as... um, Like, she didn't really change in size much. Like, No. No. Well, I mean, she's not going to yet. She doesn't have tithe. This, you know what this looks like? It almost looks like the alien head from the movie Alien. <laughs> Honestly, right? It kind of goes back like that too. I'm gonna put this in the chat. <laughs> Get a screen cap of this for anyone who wants to see. And if you're listening to the podcast after the fact and have not played it for whatever reason, go to the podcast live chat and you can see a screenshot of it. Yeah. So it looks like a cross between an acolyte knight. Um, Alien from the movie Alien. <laughs> Anyways, she kind of, yeah, kind of almost looks like an evolved Thrall because Thrall had that kind of alien esque aspect to them. Yeah, didn't she steal her eyes from a Thrall to begin with? Acolyte. Okay, so I mean, they're I believe they're acolyte eyes because you don't see Thrall eyes. <clears throat> Hey, mm, that's true. She's a high end acolyte. It makes sense. She's not a high god level yet. We got to give her more tithes well, to get to the higher she's level. She's a harbinger, man. Come on. I'm I'm curious. Depending upon how technically limited they are, I'm curious if she's actually going to morph more as I, tithes I, come in. Yeah, I was kind of curious about that too. Because that's like growing in power and gaining more tithe is how the hive go from thrall to acolyte to knight to prince, wizard, whatever. Like right. that's, it's how they grow and evolve. So it will be curious if they can mimic that. But I don't know if they were capable of putting in that kind of work. I think it's a possibility. Um, I do want to say I'm very excited for this season, not just the storyline, but the activity and mission layout that we're looking forward to. Um, looking at the Triumph screen and looking at Braytech, you can kind of see you don't learn everything about the mission, but you know, Braytech always has a good, it looks at the APIs and sees how many weeks yeah. and how many things we're doing. And let me tell you, there's this is going to have a good seven weeks, it looks like, of story. And nice. what's more is it's not just some little things each week. A couple weeks look a little smaller, but then there are at least two times, two more times even in the middle where there's another mission, legit mission that we're doing. It's not just to run the seasonal activity again nice. and we're done. Hmm. So um, I'm really excited for the, I think 
this season, you know, we, we haven't really said like, you know, what we're, th- how, we, I mean, I know it's early honeymoon period, but I think this season's ramping up to be even better than last season. And of course we have, even though it's Crota, the returning raid coming back. So I think this season uh, in general will, will be playing, at least I'll be playing a lot more. <laughs> I mean, from the sounds of it, like just from, again, initial things, it seems like Crota is going to be the worst part of this season. All right, let's touch I'll on that go. really quick. <laughs> and then I'm curious. Right. Are you saying the worst part because you're disappointed that it's Crota? Yes. Or I am. I am. I don't know about Des. No, 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 no. I am not disappointed in that it's Crota. I am highly disappointed that it's Crota (laughs) because they are. It it will require so much work and retouching if they Uh, do it to make Crota interesting. The trailer, and I know it's just a teaser trailer, but. Not too much looks different so far. <laughs> right. I mean, again, they will have to like essentially what and... they did for Crota originally back in the uh, Age of Triumph, I believe it was, whenever they reworked a little bit. They're going to have to do that like five times, and they might as well have just imported Wrath. Like, let's let's be honest. Well, they are I... going to make it extremely harder than any other raid for the raid raid. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about that. They did tell us this was in the 12 today, plus it was already known, but thanks for bringing that up, Rodimus. Um, I wrote... Where did I write that, actually? General Tuck? No? Defuck? Was that a DM? Oh, yes. I didn't put it. It was in this... Okay, one group. Where did I... What? Anyways... (laughs) <laughs> let me go to the twab I'm not disappointed that it's Crota I mean I am kind of disappointed because everybody talks bad about Crota so I don't have oh, any yeah. experience with it but Thanks, it's, it's another raid it'll be fine it's another raid it'll be fine okay here's where it's going to be a lot harder than even previous contest mode raids they said this one they're ramping it up so I think they're trying to let us know that just because it's Crota and Crota was so easy they can still make it hard and annoying. Anyways, for contest mode, here's the new things they're going to do. Increase the cap of player outgoing damage versus combatants. So yay, more DPS needed. Keep in mind that the incoming damage cap did not change. Okay, that's good news, I guess. Some uh, enemies will gain elemental shields. Okay, whatever. And then all enemies will be more aggressive than in previous contest modes. Okay. <laughs> So, what if literally all they did was just increase add density throughout the whole raid? Would that make it worse? Actually, here's the thing. Crota is short. Crota is sweet. But Crota is dense already. I, I dare say they would not dare tweak add density unless they make add density a little less. Uh, because well, add density more can get out of it. Yeah, no, yeah, no so I'm just saying, like... Same add density, but... Yeah. Like, we're talking... God, I don't even know what... Like, I guess parts of Val? Or... or I don't know, like, it's... It, it's, just all, it's a lot of, like... 
It's a lot of thrall. Well, it's a lot of cursed thrall. And it's a lot of thrall. Especially yeah. the hallway. Well, I mean, some of these new activities are super ad dense, too. Yeah. Like, holy I mean, I'm shit. just saying, I, I, definitely, I do not think they're going to increase ad density for Crota. That would be, that would just be cruel to be honest, especially with contest mode. Well, how um, different because, was King's Fall? Um, I'd say twenty five percent different at most. Is that a good? I'm which, trying to think who else. Which I felt Kato is about know. how I don't know if different. Uh, I mean, if it, that, that feels like about how different Vault was. Yeah, they had the mechanics tweak were generally the same order, but yeah. they weren't entirely different. And then add stuff was all mostly the same. The only thing they did different was yeah. they added the unstop b-boy and in totems well, for uh, kids yeah. fall. And then they added the wyverns to vaults because they were the whole new enemy type that yeah. you know, Destiny One didn't have. So, and I feel like they so, used yeah. the cyclopses a bit more in vault. But either way, yeah, they they tweak a little. So, and that's what my main worry is. I think they are going to maybe slightly change the mechanics of what we're doing, but it's not like the arenas will be any bigger, and it's not like the overall time of finishing each encounter, other than the hardness level of it at first. I just don't think when all is said and done, the overall length of it will get much longer, and that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, because, I mean, when Vault Vault released... Go ahead. I was about to say when Vault released, um, it took longer because, of course, I mean we knew Vault better, and certain areas were slightly easier to get around, and we found like things. But yeah, I feel like it definitely caught up near the end of like how quickly you can complete Vault in D one as its reprisal in D two. Yeah, and then what, kiddo? I I was gonna say, is that necessarily a bad thing? That's gonna be a shorter raid. Um, well, I mean, for, realistically, is that necessarily know. a bad thing to have a shorter raid? For longevity, not. probably so. Okay, but how well, How many raids did you I have mean, in D1? Four? Yeah, four <laughs> at, at the best. Four. <laughs> yeah, we, we only had four. We only had four. I know what you're saying, I know what you're saying. So, but, and we have how many now? Well, even with the ones taken away, yeah, we have quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um, yeah, so that's, I, yeah. I guess that's what I'm getting at is, but, yeah. I guess it'll be shorter, but is that really a bad thing for one out of the what, six? Well, I mean, it's... Or whatever it is. I, I mean, essentially, essentially look at Deepstone, right? Like, Deepstone yeah. was a quicker one. And its interest did wane after a while. Like, it, it goes through... Like, just shorter raids just tend to go through slightly longer lulls. Like... They yeah. usually can be better for quick pickups because they are short, but like I said, the overall like you know interest of them tends to be lower. Tends to. Like people well, could surprise um and be all for the quick proto raid. Right. Define quick though. Like we talk in thirty, yes. forty minutes. Okay. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, honestly, yes. Now, again, okay. it won't be like that at first because it's going to be hard. I mean, forget contest mode, but let's even just say afterwards, it'll still be a little hard at first because I'm sure the mechanics can be slightly different. Who knows, like, yeah. you know, how much damage 
Crota will take, like where before, if you had a really good person, you could one sword him versus moving to a second or a third or a fourth person. Now yeah. maybe we'll be always getting to enrage very close and we'll need at least three to four to five. Who knows where, where enrage will be. But those things aside, the first encounter, 10 minutes. The second encounter, 15 minutes. <laughs> The third yeah, encounter, we have to forget the third encounter is an encounter. Like two minutes? Yeah, techni- <laughs> technically third encounter. Like two minutes? Third encounter third encounter, if things go wrong, could still take ten minutes. It could, yeah. And then Crota is like what, another ten or fifteen. So yes. Yeah. It's like one of those okay. thirty forty. How quick did you just do King's Hall? Uh well of course, yeah, we were busting through it. But I think King's Hall on average is a good hour. That's what's fun about it, you know. Crota, when you're doing chill, on average, it's about a half an hour. That's chill. You could get through Crota maybe in 15. There's, you know, there's there's also a reason why Crota was the go-to raid for Sherpas in D1 to get people the flawless raider triumph or yeah, trophy. Yeah, well, because you could carry two to three new people with certain like certain cheeses and such. But within 40, 30, 40 minutes, um, you can carry like two to three people just flawlessly through Crota. I'll tell you this. Even though Crota is easy and technically it's, anyone would say it's kind of boring, the mechanics are anything great. I still enjoyed running Crota more than Vault of Glass. (laughs) Well, we all know you love Vault of Glass. I know, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, you had you also had no like attachment to vault, so maybe that's why I don't know. My but... my entire love of vault is my early attachment to vault. So, uh, as something for perspective, I mean, we didn't. It, yeah, we did the raid race, and we got some ridiculously short times, but on average, those times are fairly standard really for some of the normal group ups you know most of them are sub hour and fairly close to that 40 some minute mark so it just god and you didn't play with um did you play because you didn't play many of the raid layers did you no i did you did yeah okay so imagine spire Mm-hmm. With like one more encounter, but Spire has long a long jumping encounter in between Crota doesn't. So take all that out, so it's even oh, yeah, shorter. Sure. So it's, it's just actually, yeah, Crota was probably about the same length as Spire, like roughly. Yeah, but like I said, is that necessarily a bad thing? You got to consider mean, your average group is going to be close to the two hours on a raid. Yeah, it's no, so, I. Okay, this is a plus to the game. Definitely a plus, but I I my prediction is even people that don't raid tons, like the lower end raiders, I'll be really interested to ask six months a year from now how they rate it. And I would imagine it's gonna be lower on the list. Okay. You know, one good thing there there will be one good thing about Crota. There will be one really good, healthy thing about Crota existing in Destiny Two. And Crota is going to become the new, like, go-to new person raid. 
Yeah, unless yeah. they make it annoying, even on normal mode, which hopefully... That's, that's true. But, I mean, because, you know, as it was, like, if you had someone that was, like, brand new to raiding, you kind of took them through Deepstone, because things were very ingestible in Deepstone. I, but, right. like I said, if they don't change too much about Crota, the new new person raid will be Crota. Because it'll be quick. Yeah, it will, but... yeah, And it'll be... Well, digestible. It'll be easy to consume. So, it, it'll be the teaching rate for sure. Like just to get people more accustomed to like rate mechanics. So, I mean, that will be a good thing, for sure. Yeah. And here's the other good thing. It seems like I don't know a hundred percent. So take this as a spoiler. But I I'm not saying it's a confirmed spoiler. Um, the necrochasm, the raid weapon, is going to be more quest based. You do have to go in the raid as one of the steps, but Thank it's going to be more quest-based. So it's going to be more like Garden of Salvation, finally, instead of a total RNG type thing. That I think it's about time worst. to do that again. I'm fine with it. I'm fine that with that. That was the worst. Necrochasm uh, was the worst exotic no, to get. <laughs> no, not the not the beginning. At the end, remember, they made it a quest that was easy to get. Um, and, no, and, no, uh, yeah, because the, the only Necrochasm I ever had in D1... Was the was from the reprisal yeah. in Age of Triumphs? Yeah, because I never could get the crux to drop from Crota. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think that's why they're going with quest based. Um, I mean, they could just do like D two RNG, where it's for most of the raids, where we just have to run it and you'll eventually get it. But um, it seems like it's I mean, even that be, would be better. Even that would be better, um, but it seems like, like this is going to be do something. It said and then clicked. It said like collect oversoul something, and then it said do something, and then and then you get the gun. They might be combining like because okay, uh, for those not familiar with Destiny One, um, present company included, uh, Necrochasm was a pain uh, because in order to start it, you didn't even start it in the raid. Um, you had to start it in patrol, or there were very specific nights that you had to wait for to spawn. You had to kill them and then wait for a fairly rare-ish white weapon drop called Husk of the Pit. And then you yeah. had just essentially, it was kind of like a red border weapon leveling after that. You kill a bunch of enemies until the weapon uh, completes its XP bar. It, I forget a step, but then it evolves into the Eidolon ally, I believe which is a purple auto rifle and then you had to level that up and the very final node to unlock it into the exotic necrochasm was the extraordinarily rare drop of the crux at crota so it was stupid rng on top of stupid rng all right we better move on (laughs) um Crota, yes. Um, but I do want to go, and I'll go back to Rodimus for this. Uh, we have a couple new activities this season, which, I don't know, I think they're pretty cool, but we have the Savathun Spire and the Altars of Sorrow. No, I'm just kidding. The Altars of, what are they called? Uh, summoning. 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 Yeah, what's your uh, initial impression on them? These invisible screens can go the hell. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Can't no, confirm. it's good. I like it. I think it's like I'm going to call it Destiny's version of Horde mode. Um, it's not. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Hey, Ronimus has the talking stick. 
It's close <laughs> enough. But like it, the ad density is insane, though. Depending on what offering you put in. Uh, oh yeah, you can do tier one, tier two, tier three. So it's kind of like blind well or yeah. court of orcs type style, and you can just yeah. stay there forever. You don't have to. When, I really like this when the activity is done. It doesn't take you back to orbit. It, and if people, if there's a three people in the instance, and if someone leaves, it'll just pick backfill, else up. pick someone else up. Yeah. Also, we finally got like that kind of mechanic going on for these. Oh, I like yeah. it. Like I said, I I find it more satisfying than like a strike or even like going down in the water. Like mm-hmm. even that, I I enjoyed that last season too because it it can be tiered. But once they started adding like the exotic mission to it and all that, it just got mucked up. Yeah. Because you didn't know what you're going to get yourself into with what group. You almost had to like be specific what you were looking for in your group. Mm-hmm. Um, fire is fun. I, it's an easier jumping puzzle for people to get used to jumping. Yeah. And there's hidden things, and it's going to yeah. be changing each week. With new nice. hidden things. That's what I really like about that one. Yeah. The activities seem pretty good. I you know, ask us again in several weeks. But but also what's interesting about this is they're they're gonna be adding and even the altars um of summoning, they're gonna be adding to it also because there's obviously a fourth spot which we can't activate yet. So once we get good enough to do the tier three, there'll probably be some heroic super god level penultimate sure. tier four thing. God, what was it that did? Uh, that was Blindwell, wasn't it? That had a unstable yep. charge you could throw in at the very end to yeah. ex- unlock the hidden last tier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. It's almost like a sundial type arena. You start in the middle, and oh, by the way, it's not a big deal thing. But if people are wondering what those different runes are, um, when you start with three people, just look for the three that are different than all the other ones, and that's where the three guardians are supposed to stand. It's not a big deal if you don't, even not a big deal if you do, but if you do, you'll get some orbs pop out on the ground. <laughs> that's orbs. all it's really doing. Whoa. I will say, though, the anim- the uh, animation at the end of that virtual activity is pretty cool. Yes, so. and then you give your tithes to Eris. Mm-hmm. It seems like tier two is the safest, quickest one we can do in general. Maybe if you're a good fire team, you can try to pump out the tier threes. But if you're not sure, go for tier two. And then, because if you fail a tier three, you get no progress or you get a very, very small amount. I forget which one it is. And then you got to do some more. And basically, higher tiers give you more progress to fill up this bar. And then when the bar finishes, then you've kind of finished that activity. You get the chest, give the ties to the heiress, and then it, the whole thing can start over again. Nice. Yeah. And then what about Destiny um, card deck edition? <laughs> hate it. You hate it. You still hate it. I like it. Why do you hate do you- it? Yeah, Kato, you get the talking stick. You're okay to hate it, Before but you we'll tell you you're wrong afterwards. Not, are you one of those people that like, don't like change, don't want to try new things? Because no, if so, we're going to fight. <laughs> no, but this okay, is no, still not... Okay. This, it's not... To me, it's just... It's a good system. I just don't feel like it should be 
part of this game. Oh, you sense. mean like fishing and destiny? Because that was yeah, so that part of that was so part of destiny. Yeah, that too. I change is definitely good. I think it's a really fun system. I just I don't know. There's something about it that's it just doesn't like. How many of you here played The Witcher Three? Right, you had to go Not and me. collect Gwent cards Not everywhere. Me. Right, you built a deck for Gwent. Anyways. I mean, it sounds like triple try in Final Fantasy, but okay, go ahead. I didn't play Final Fantasies, but yes, sure. <laughs> um, it, it's that concept of it's really fun, but there's no like. It's fun, but you hate it. <laughs> it just doesn't feel like it fits into Destiny. Ah, mm. but it does fit. I'm sure there's a lore somewhere with the card deck or whatever, somewhere in the well, lore. I mean, I don't know about the lore, but at least for like uh, real-life mysticism, like the major and minor arcanas are tied into witchcraft, which, you know, hive yeah. magic is kind of also tied into witchcraft. So it seems like a... <sighs> I haven't looked too much into it yet, but... It seems like something really cool to kind of like tie into, like I said, that uh, esoteric like mysticism aspect of like the hive. All right. Here's what I like and don't like about it. I love the overall idea and how, you know, to get the major cards, you have to do little mini things, calm bounties, calm whatever you want, little mini progressions to activate them. And, you, and then you have to have a deck of five before you can even use any of them and then i like the idea that there's going to be more by the way they seem time gated of course that's a destiny normal thing maybe i wish you could do more right away but we can only get five majors this week mm -hmm. but anyways um eventually the idea is when you, we have more majors we can only have up to five available at a time the thing that i don't like is only one's going to be active in the encounter it randomly picks when you do the encounters and if you have that in your deck you get it great i mean that part makes sense but i thought we would at least get all five as buffs um you know or something like that or you could pick your favorite also what's more is in in front of each encounter the card will pop up above that pedestal you if you don't see the card that means you don't have a deck of five yet i finished my deck of five i see popping up at the beginning of the encounter but it also Yes, every card has a symbol on, and some are obvious, like the special or the heavy ammo ones. But right. some of the symbols don't make any sense, and we're going to have to start memorizing all these symbols. And so it's pretty annoying. There's nothing above the super. You can't walk up to the card and see what it is. You have to, oh, what's that symbol? And look over on your computer or something, and then figure out so, what that buff was. Actually, if you're at the lectern area, you mm -hmm. can walk up to the cards, and it tells you exactly what the cards are. Oh, sure, there, but not when you're in the activities. <laughs> But it actually does tell you in the activities because it'll say, like, the one for your special ammo is called the Sisters. And it says that above your super in the activity. It does? Oh, so you see, I missed that. <laughs> I was looking for that specifically, or else I wouldn't have said that. Does it say it for a little bit or the whole time? Or I, I think it says it for the whole time, but I could be wrong. Okay. I'm a little okay. more happy now. Because it's easier for me to remember, even though that's not totally obvious, like, oh, what does the sisters mean again? But I, that's still better than only seeing the card symbol and nothing else at the beginning of the activity. Oh, that's fair, yeah. There's going to be I, 12 decks out there once you get them all unlocked. There's 12 placeholders for all these cards. 
Mm. Um, yeah. What was that? 12 major arcana cards? 12 major. Yeah, I think. And then a bunch of minor. The minors are just one-off things. You yeah. get them, you get something. And that's it. Which, that's like kind of exciting at first. And there's tons of them. But then it's also kind of like, I wish they could somehow be ongoing somehow. Or like a passive ability. But whatever, this is still, I like this a lot. And yes, I have some minor complaints about it, but to me, it's a lot more interesting than some of the ways Destiny has done stuff in the past. The way I look at it, though, with the cards, it's giving you something new to the game. You can't do the same old model season after season, right? Was fishing annoying? At times, it could have been. Like, depending on your RNG. Like, one day I was actually doing crappy and Kato was getting all the fish. And the next day it was reversed. But I think the cards are nice because they're just a random drop. Um, to get you more more loot, more abilities, or more exotics. Um, it's just a difference to the game, I guess. It's, yeah. So. I mean... Legit. I like it, but I don't like it for the mainly for the reason of you get your major arcana cards and then you have to go do other activities that sometimes involve this, the new seasonal activities and sometimes don't like, well, yeah, look that altars of sorrow on the moon. Like nobody wants to fucking go do altars of sorrow. Okay. No, but if you have a newer player coming in, they're not going to know what the altars of sorrow are and they might, it just draws them to that thing. But I was impressed. We didn't have to do a lot though. We only, it went, it took me like five or 10 minutes. That was it. No, it doesn't take very long, but I was figuring if it was a major arcana card, it'd be like, Oh, grind at this for like a day before you could activate it or something. But it wasn't bad at all. Some of them being like collecting the insight from like melee sword and glaive final blows. Well, they didn't bother to let you know that it's not guaranteed. That's uh yeah, that's true. That seems uh, to be a bug RNG. in the wording. Yeah, <laughs> it's either a bug in the wording or it's just straight RNG. Mm-hmm. Like, or they're supposed to drop, but they're not. So, so yeah, there's this one where we have to get 25 sword or melee kills, but what that really means is probably at least 100 or something because <laughs> mm-hmm. they seemed very RNG-ish. So, but that's fine. That even. I read something online that people were complaining that one took forever, but that's still way better than... You know what? I want to go quicker. If people are complaining about things, the stupid seasonal exotic weapons, I wish we didn't have to do the 200 bullshit things that, yes, it'll go faster when you level up the season pass bar more. I just want my season pass exotic to be able to get its catalyst quicker. I agree. Like like a lot of catalysts even just drop RNG and then you have to get kills. Uh, the RNG seems to go way quicker than the model we have right now with uh, having to do 200 at worst activities and more likely by the time you level things up maybe way less but you get my point yeah so yeah those are our, those are our thoughts on the things um, real quick any other activities we're missing that's new for this season or or things like that um, because there's a couple of things we still want to talk about, but um, we gave our impressions on the new activities. They seem good. They're both three-player activities. 
Um, the story seems amazing. Yeah, go ahead, Rodimus. The ritual armor that we're getting this season two. The free armor. Yeah. The other verse. Oh, yeah, that was supposed to be. Have they? Hmm. Have they said how you're supposed to get that other than ritual playlist activities? Are they going to give us a quest for it or like? Is it? Is it there at the? Well, not there, but I'm not yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I know we we're supposed to get it because that was part of like the we were supposed to get them last couple seasons and we weren't getting them or whatever. Oh, you're yeah. talking about the playlist activity armor. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then they're gonna pull, and we weren't getting them anymore. But in good faith, they're gonna pull in what would have been an Eververse armor set and just give it to us. And I don't know what that means. Just give it if we get them again from playlist activities, or it's just gonna show up one day, or what? Uh, I don't know on that. But overall, that... my first reaction to the new season is good. I, I like it. Yeah. Um. I'm sure it's going to be like repetitive as like any other season is going to be, but right now I'm hooked. I'll actually sit down and play it. So, mm-hmm. another news item in the TWAB uh, later in this season, we are bringing, planning on bringing back a selection of cosmetic items from se- previous season passes to the Eververse for players who missed out on acquiring them. We're starting with a handful of items from Season of the Worthy season pass. Um, this nostalgic throwback, what we're calling seasonal flashbacks, will only be available weeks four, five, and six. In the future, other seasonal items may return. So if there are any coveted items you'd like to see again, shout them out to the Destiny 2 team account for feedback. Um, oh, that's right. I didn't so see if you've that. missed season pass bar ornaments or things like that, you can get them in Eververse. Hopefully... It's not too much bright dust for getting them. It's nice that they're making it for bright dust and not silver. I'm okay with yeah. that. No, that's a that's a plus. Um, they talk I about. Hope it's, I hope it's no, not don't. like six thousand silver for like like the dawning or solstice sets or six thousand bright dust. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I yeah. I know. I hope not that much. That's what I'm saying. Especially since these were things that were in essence free. free. Well, well kind of. You know, but you didn't ever pay for Bright Dust for it back then. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, they remind us about, they call them the featured quests. What I was saying earlier about um, the uh, throwback quests. <laughs> they say here, it's like MySpace's top eight without the existential dread. <laughs> <laughs> um, has anybody here jumped into... Presage since it came back. No, I want to. I love I Presage. Um, okay. I heard it's quicker. I I need somebody else's opinion on it. Okay. That's why I was asking because it feels so much different. Easier or what? Easier. It feels like the space is smaller. Hmm. Like I don't. I don't know how else to describe it. It's so different. They were saying that the other night. I was in the chat with like Danger and them, and Danger is bringing like Bell yeah. and Mullet through, and he said that it was like it seemed a lot quicker than normal. I read it with Danger, and I don't remember who else, but it just seemed very um, just different. Like some of the jumps, 
just seemed a lot closer than they were to begin with, and the boss was definitely easier. Hmm. I haven't run it yet, so I can't give you an honest opinion. I wish I knew. I haven't gone back in a second time to see if you get more progress for it or not. Or like towards the exotic. Because just like the um, uh, Avalon quest and Seraph Shield. Was it Seraph Shield? Uh, possibly. Yeah, possibly. The one for um, the Pulse Rifle. On a side note, um, not Destiny related, does anyone have a canoe or a boat I can borrow? It seems like... Um, uh, stay no. safe. <laughs> I'm getting flooded out. I'm not, but like the surrounding area, we've been hammered here in Michigan like four days in a row with like heavy, heavy rain. Very quick, very sudden, so the systems can't keep up with it. Mm. So, We have a couple questions for the show, and then anything else people want to talk about to wrap up after that. Um, let's just start with the most recent one first, from Rafi. Question for the show, do you like me? Why not? Uh, you're a bitch. There we go. I thought Bell was the bitch. What? I don't know. I, I think it changes week to week. Ah, okay. I think All if right. you're Raffy, Bell's the bitch, and if you're Bell, Raffy's the bitch. Uh, well, Ronimus can be the bad cop. I'll be the good cop, Raffy. Yes, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question from Danger Powers. With the showcase over and the dust has settled, it seems like reactions are mixed. Either people are really excited or completely over the game because of the last couple seasons. I don't know, I haven't heard that too much, but anyways, do you think it's worth trying to convince someone to stick with it after all the time and resources they already put in the game? No. I mean, Probably technically not. on that question, no, it's not worth trying to convince someone because it's that's a it's so much energy and very rarely are people on the line where you can convince them one way or the other, either they're going to be happy about it or not. If you're talking more of the point, should we be sticking with it i mean that's everyone's kind of own personal feelings but look there's been a lot of people in the community that put a lot of time into the game and they're still with it and there's a lot of people that put a lot of time into the game and they're not with it so i don't know if it's so much how much time people put into the game um but as far as the general overall feel if we're excited moving forward i, I would like to go down the line uh, from what i saw Hesitant, yes, but more so than I was. I was a little concerned. So right now I'm still a little more hooked for what's coming after Lightfall. Uh, Rodimus, you happy? Sad? Well, I I think that's more stemming to conversations we've seen in the last um, few days. I What I'm gathering, I've only truly been playing Destiny for about two and a half, three years. I haven't played the full amount but you have people who are so jilted, like, oh, Destiny is not what it was, or they're just they're going the wrong direction, but they keep coming back to the game and playing it. So are you playing the game because you're so invested in it, or are you just playing the game and just bitching because you want attention? Uh, I can't... I wouldn't always assume it's the last one, but I get, I get the sentiment. But for those people, I think, well, a little bit of it is maybe you paid the annual pass, and so you just want to check out the new stuff, but but you're kind of done with it. And not everyone complains after they're done, unless you ask them personally. They're kind of like, eh, it's fine, but I'm not really enjoying it. There's certainly people like that out there, too. Um, so there's so many re answers to that question. 
as far as why people may just play a little bit and then be done. I don't know. I think part of it too is like you're, if you're spending the money and like you're expecting something out of the game and it doesn't get there, but you already know how Bungie operates, you shouldn't be shocked that they're not going to change something, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, we need to go back to D1. We need to go back to D1. From what I understand, D1 wasn't the greatest of a game to play. No. The stories are cool, but the game <laughs> gameplay sucked. Uh, depending upon when you're talking about story. Yeah, but well, overall, but overall, <laughs> overall, <yeah. laughs> overall, it got I mean, taking King, let's just say taking King kept, kept most people excited for several let's, months and that never happens in D2 for several let's, months. But let's also say taken King was the actual release of destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but no, very valid point. I, but I'm still happy. See, for me, I, I, I was getting kind of like board's not the correct word, but less involved, less interested in this, four seasons a year model. Like I said, I'd be in it for anywhere from like four weeks to six weeks, best case scenario. And I would love to be in the seasons two thirds of the time versus a half or less, sometimes just a third of the time. But with this new model coming out, I could see myself being a little more involved. And so this actually has me a little more excited personally than I was first guessing. Kato, what do you think? I mean, this people oh, oh no no we have i love this so many opinions uh, rodimus and then cato but i what it comes down to is that most people in society they don't like change and they're afraid of change but yet they don't want to give change a chance right oh i agree yeah so you have to give it you can't just immediately like oh that looks stupid but i actually playing the game of the new change to see if if it's actually truly dumb or if it's something fun right so I just people bitch I, to bitch, but they also need to like go play it and not play it for like two minutes or complain that like shaders are all screwed up in the shader system, like they just did something new. They're you you can favor your shaders to the top. So yeah. I don't know. It just when, as a person who's only played for three or so years, and you have the older people who've been playing it since the beginning. They sometimes I feel like they think they know what's best for the game. Where like, oh, my opinion is not going to matter because I haven't been playing it from the beginning. Oh, there, yeah, but see, you got to take that I'm, with a grain well, of salt because there's plenty. I've been playing it forever, and see, I don't have that opinion. And I'm actually my my idea was I was getting a little bored, but I'm not bitching about it. But but I think this new model is actually going to be better. Now, will it? We'll see. But I'm. Hopefully optimistic, and I'm actually excited. They are some people are saying model. the last season was the worst season they've played. No, not for me. So, I mean, I've not played rivals. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't play a lot, but I wouldn't call it because of that the worst season. <laughs> I mean, I felt the last season was better than Plunder. Mm. I liked Plunder a lot. I'm one of the weirdos. I. Mm. <laughs> Like for me, I would say since I've been playing, Plunder's been my worst season that I've played. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to count the first season I ever played because I came halfway through it and it was still learning the game. I I think that's why I didn't have as much of a problem with Arrivals as a lot of people did. 
<clears throat> because that's when I started playing. There was so much to figure out mm. in that six months time span that it was actually kind of nice. It allowed me to get a lot of things done coming in as a new player that I wouldn't have been able to get done in a regular season. I came in the season before Witch Queen. Yeah. I don't remember but what um, that was a long you... season too. Yeah, yeah, long, yeah not as so long, long but it was long. Yeah. Do you have any opinion of the new model yet, Cato? Optimistic? Think it's worse? Not sure. <sighs> I'm optimistic. I mean, if they hold true to what they're saying, to where the content we get is going to be better, I am 100 percent behind going from three things a year to, instead of four. Mm-hmm. My only concern is, is that going to be like, what comes after the three? Do we get another expansion? Is that when it switches to something completely different? You know? Yeah, they didn't want to tell after? us yet. I know. <laughs> and they were trying to ask Joe in the after show, but he was very squirrely about that. Do you he also feel the... they want the three seasons because they're going to want want people to go play Marathon? Wait, why, but why really would they so. have more engaging seasons if they want people to go play marathon? No. Like, well, you're not doing the four seasons. You're only doing the three, and you're getting three yeah, extra but, per season. But they're yeah, spread out evenly. It's not like we're missing a season. But yeah, that's that's the thing. They because they're going every four months, and then we're having something every six weeks. So they're actually creating more engaging, like seasonal material. Yeah, I don't think so either, Ramis. But it's but may, but at the same time, if they're if maybe they'll they'll put marathon strategically at a point where it's not like during some big destiny drop also. But maybe they can't time it. Maybe they'll just do what they do. Here's a question that kind of follows this new seasonal model. Like, what we go from. Four to three, which is fine, and they haven't said what's coming afterwards. What if what's coming afterwards is it goes to more of a subscription base instead of purchasing a game pass or the next expansion every year? It goes to a subscription base. I mean, I'm kind of surprised they didn't even say it was for Final Shape. It's definitely a possibility. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, now Joe did say he. As far as what's after, I'll have to listen to the post-show again, but he did say there would be another episode, but he was very squirrely. He didn't want to... I mean, he didn't just say one, but he said they're going to continue episodes, but he would not answer the question if there would be like a big DLC like every year or whatever. He was very specific not answering that question. I'm sure he doesn't even know yet either. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> I mean, like, what, two and a half years out? Or maybe these, I don't know, maybe these three episodes per year are going to blow us away. They really are like mini DLCs. And then they don't need to make a bigger one. And then I mean, we just get a if, subscription model and we're happy. Yeah, I mean, if it's possible that they just kind of take the main team that works on the expansions and just combines them with everything. And I, because I can see it. if the the only way subscription is really going to work for Destiny is if they can keep the content some coming. kind of... They have to keep some kind of scheduled content coming out to make it worth it. Right. Oh, I and agree. It's, it's just... 
It, mm. But now I'm saying uh, it's potential that these episodes could be like the testing ground to see if they can maintain three oh. like large right. sections a year. Right. And make them great. And, yeah. And make them great and be able to maintain them without like a lot of crunch from the past and stuff. Because if this could be maintainable and engaging, Mm. then I could see like them making a decision to go like subscription based. Okay. The, I guess the next question is, would you still play if it was subscription based versus once a year spending the 70 or hundred or hundred? Yeah. Well, it's... I would, as long as it's like around 10 or less, maybe 12. Um, I, I would, uh, what about you? I mean, I would, depending on what it costs. Of course, that's always the depending on what it costs. But I don't mind paying the monthly. I mean, some people kind of do that anyways with their hundred; they budget it out or something like that. But um, I, I know people say they wouldn't want to, um, and I understand that sentiment also. Um, but we've kind of answered this too. They could do both. Why not? Like, only have an option for yearly or monthly, and have the yearly actually raise that to like maybe 120 and then have the monthly be like i don't know eight a month or something like that well, i mean there are several like uh mmo lights that do um an option uh well i say mmo lights but i mean i guess the one of the larger ones uh dc online Oh, I'm sorry. I said that backwards real quick. Usually yearly should be better. So we'll keep yearly at 100 and then monthly at 10 a month. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, because they have, I mean, DC Online essentially is free to play. They have a free set of content. Um, but you can buy uh, expansions and things to unlock extra stuff. Or there is the option that you can pay a subscription and you get the paid stuff for as long as you have a subscription. Yeah. And those are usually the models yeah. that work out for these types of MMOs. And usually the subscription comes with the incentive of like what would equate to like extra vault space. Right. Right. Or and, extra you know, ornaments or extra bright dust that you get or something like that. Yeah. Like, Small vanity stuff and like extra room are essentially like the incentives. But I think, but yeah, I mean, and like I said, you don't have, but for these, if you pay the subscription, you don't have to pay anything else, but you can buy just. You can buy well, just like a base subscription or a premium subscription. Well, I mean, it's not even for those. It's not even like a subscription choice. Like DC online legitimately has expansion passes. And like mm -hmm. uh, just extra features that you can buy out, and you can buy them individually, gotcha. or you can just access them all from a subscription. Gotcha. So you can yeah. either piecemeal it, however you mm -hmm. want, and buy what you play, or you can pay a subscription and have access to whatever you wanted at any point in time, for as long as you have the subscription. Yeah. So there's options. And yeah. Yeah. Like, and those models. I mean, good lord, DC Online. I think it's still going. Like pretty strong, so I mean th these models work. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, good lord! Yeah. In recent years, I've been seeing more ads for that than I have since it launched. So it has to be doing well. That's so 
it's kind of a weird one too. I it was actually one of the few games my wife started to play, and then I kind of got into it, like back and forth. Yeah, and it's very um, it's like it's not really subscription, but they're that you know expansion yearly or whatever. I don't even remember when expansions come out. So you buy that new expansion, and most of the time you buy the latest expansion. It's if you have the prior ones, obviously a lot cheaper. But if you don't, they're all thrown in with it. Yeah, yeah. So you're never missing any content. It's just a lot of content. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah for ES, because uh, I think Final Fantasy XIV actually does the exact same thing. Um, yeah. to where you can just buy expansion bundles and yeah, if you're missing anything, then yeah, you're like totaling all that together. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, so I mean, there's model, there's possibilities, but again, like they just need some kind of content schedule that they can maintain indefinitely, essentially, to be able to justify yeah. that. A couple mile or a couple years out for that, so who knows what the even the yeah. the shift in game mechanics go for like in the industry. Mm. So we've actually they might find a different way to get money out of people instead of doing microtransactions. So who knows? Yeah. Good good question. We got on a nice kind of a tangent there, but um but it definitely related to that question. And then one last question from average D two player. If you could unvault one thing from the DCV, what would you choose and why? Could be armors, armor weapons, missions, expansions, etc. but you can only choose one. Absolutely Wrath. nothing. Keep moving forward. Wrath. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Wrath <laughs> too. Unless unless they're gonna be choice, really but... picky and say it's only D two stuff, but Yeah, if it's if it's stuff from the vault Leviathan. Uh yeah, either of worlds or something like that, that's what I would pick. <laughs> or all of Leviathan if that counts as one. I don't know if that counts as one. Well you said expansion, mm-hmm. so that could count as one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, technically the players were part of Leviathan. Technically. And I, okay, so I mean, if you of... want to get super technical, Crown of Sorrows is also part of Leviathan. I mean, come on. <laughs> let's just bring them all back. Um... <laughs> let, let me expand on that question a little bit. Why yeah. are all the experienced or veterans so, like, hell-bent or, like, I want this weapon back, or I want that weapon back, or this armor back, or this content back. I mean, there's got to be a reason why it was vaulted. Wait, those are totally different questions, in my opinion. I don't care about any sure. of the weapons coming back. I, me and Des were always big on the sun setting. We no, feel no. like they didn't test that experiment long enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. They, they should have kept that going longer. Um, but no, I, for, but that's for weapons, me, it's... Yeah. For me, it's 100% nostalgia. Um, and yeah, it's not so much... Weapons are kind of part of it for me. But then again, my, my biggest like nostalgia boner weapon is like Suros. Don't ask me why. It just kind of ended up that way. But um, but no, as, as far as for me, it's just like the memories attached to that tip. Like, Fault. I still love Vault. Probably most people. I, I would probably still be trying to run it. Um, just because I had just a crap ton of good memories uh, back in T1 with Vault. 
Um, it's pretty much the same thing with Leviathan. I've had a bunch of mix, mixed bag experiences in Leviathan. Uh, some good, some... Oh. Let's just say I was running with Exonus's crew back then, so... It's a it, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, it was a mixed bag. Um, but no, so I mean, no, yes, like the I mean, good lord, those two raids alone, probably in the entirety of Destiny, are just probably some of my highest rated, just because of memories and nostalgia. For me, um, it's even more than nostalgia because that can get a bad rep at times. But I love experience experience of missions and and the exploration, the viewing, and yes, I've already run those missions if they come back, but I like having more experiences in the game. And there was a lot of D1 missions that, yes, even though the systems were not as good and it was lower frames and everything, the missions were still put together very well and they were fun to run. And so yeah. if things like that would come back, the more the better. Um, I understand. I'm not mad when they took things away, but I also like more experiences. So I always want more experiences when they can bring things back. Got it. Okay, but at what point is the game too big? Too big to play? I, I well, they already the told us it was going. too big at some point. So again, I wasn't mad when they took some things away, but then I guess they figured out ways to make it work. I could take it or leave it, um, but if I had my guess, I would. If I had my pick, I would prefer everything to be around. Literally everything. Um, as far as when does a game get too big to play? Uh, <laughs> start any MMO and try and play it from start to finish. They are too big to play. Too big like a lot of people just give up or too big like they don't ever get it all done even after years and years or, or something in between? I mean, uh, take But uh, Not just that. Like I'm, I'm talking bigger. Like Look at World of Warcraft, right? Mm-hmm. That has like a decade of game building and like experience. And if you legitimately try and like a journey through world of Warcraft now using like no shortcuts to get like caught up or anything and actually like try and experience like that content back to back to back to back to back to back to back. It's going to take you a while. Yeah. And that's, that's too big. (laughs) That's that's too much. But for me, I would like it. I would have never ending content. It it doesn't frustrate me. I mean, no, it's taking forever to get to the end. I like having, more experiences, more content. That's my main goal oh, yeah. over even weapons. Yes, Gator. I like experiences over weapons. <laughs> so, I mean, weapons are also replaceable. Yes, weapon, and weapons like, are yeah, close. Second, but yeah. I mean, Death is a very valid point, though, with any online game. Like, Destiny's really the only one I can think of that gives you this, like, catch up mechanic to, like, eat. They give you I the think... opportunity to go through and like experience these things that happen prior. Whereas yeah. most other games, if you go and play those things, like you said, you're going to be there for a very long time. Well, I mean, I know WoW has a has like a jump system where basically that if you start it on an expansion or near an expansion, you can jump up to like most recent content. Yeah, um, and I think even Final Fantasy XIV has something of a jumping mechanic. Uh, to where you can skip through some of the older, less relevant stuff. Because again, I mean, because of much like Destiny has an issue with you know older activities not being played. I mean, MMOs like tend. To, 
14 has an issue where it definitely has things that need to be run in order to progress that might not be so popular and you end up having to wait an hour in a queue time for a dungeon no one plays anymore. So Yeah. There's that issue for of course. something yeah, more that... modern. Yeah, if there's things you can't play because you have to play with a group and no one will ever offer playing it, then that can be an issue. But regard other than that, yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, pretty much killed guided games too. Speaking of like content, yeah, yeah. Hmm. go figure. (laughs) I mean, it had to happen. (laughs) I was just curious because like everyone's like. Like, I'll bring this stuff back and this stuff back. And, like, what about just trying the new stuff? Like, everyone, I guess everyone's just, no one likes Well, bringing it back doesn't mean we don't like the new stuff. And it doesn't mean we want it to replace new stuff. We want both. We want everything. (laughs) At least I do. I I want, I've always said, like, I'm I'm an experiential player type uh, gamer. And I, if I can pay more money to get more content, and I don't mean more weapons, I mean like more missions, more activities, uh, that's where my money goes. And everyone's different, you know, but um, I, I would love it if every raid was in the game from D1 on. And and then, of course, if they could even have a lot of the missions and stuff like that. But And I would love it if we had like all the missions from D1 forward and then they had ways to like different modifiers in them in each week and uh collectibles that that just get ran even randomly put in so the designers don't have to and i know that's going to cause problems random doesn't usually work but in theory you know and then we have to get things to give us certain buffs or whatever so there's even more reasons to go back in because it's different each time um that's where i thrive those are the things that i like Instead of just like, let's do strikes again so we can get this weapon. <laughs> new weapons, I mean, yeah, new weapons. Get the catalyst for Monte Carlo so you can stabby stab with it. I know. I mean, I'm going to do it. But... Just... Yeah, I, I mean, think we can all agree one thing they could take out is strikes. No, <laughs> I don't. Just, I, won't, I would say no. Because sometimes it's like that mindless thing you can do and don't really have to think about anything. Yeah, I did some nightfalls today with uh I mean Batman there's Ed. there's still plenty of other like mindless things to do. What gambit? No ha 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 ha. No, Patrols? but it's a very <laughs> No man, like anything hordish, like old altars of sorrow. Turn your mind off, kill a few things. Yeah. I mean Ooh, I'd rather blind... do strikes than altars of sorrow. Blind blind well. <laughs> I mean Pretty much near the end of the season, any seasonal activity. Strikes <laughs> um, used to be so good too. They were like, I feel again. This seems like I don't think this was just because I don't know. There was just so many more strikes also in D one, and they were always varying. And they're putting like daily modifiers and really cool high end modifiers, and then really tough ones that almost made them feel like nightfalls at times. And there's just so much variability there, and so many more yeah. strikes. You know, I'm going to blame your love of strikes for the fact that you're taken taught. I know that uh, it wasn't great at first. I know, I know. And then they they had um, deprecated some, right? And the, so they weren't in the playlist, and you could only get them well, if you did the story, but then they came back finally at the end. So. Like, playlist. 
you're you're jumping no. far <laughs> for playlists, but no, um, no, like strikes. This, this book you can't do Shiro Chi anymore for your experience to get your catalysts done. No, you can still do they Shiro Chi. They took it away. They like the modifiers are nothing anymore. Modifiers? What do you mean? Like the when you kill the raid, killing a raid NPC was gives you more experience than killing a non-raid NPC. Oh, okay. So that's what both of you mean. You can still do it. It's just there's no benefit over other things now. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, well, see, you just want to go where there's a large where, group of ads. Yeah. Where did they change that? Oh, I remember reading they were changing something. Well, yeah, they gave you increased experience and other activities. That way people weren't farming Shirochi, but I didn't read anything about them changing Shirochi. So, like, well, maybe, maybe activity that's... completions now award bonus progress on crafted weapons. Like... They said something about Shirochi, and they didn't want it wasn't crafted their... weapons. It was the Boom. catalyst for weapons. Maybe well, what they were just saying is they don't want people in Shirochi, so they didn't do anything to it, but the other ways are going to be quicker. Yeah, because that's maybe the that's they're freezing, there was so much activity in Shirochi, because it was the best way to yeah. level up crafted weapons. Well, once they got rid of Throwaway, it was the best. <laughs> I well, thought Throwaway was better. When, I guess when the you new way of doing it, too, is the mission in Neomuna, where you actually get a rally flag every time instead of wasting a raid banner. Yeah, mm. there's... So. Multiple ways to work on Catalyst now. Yeah. And I remember and... seeing something about them getting some, they were changing how Chiro Chi worked uh-huh. as far as experience for farming. Hmm. Huh. You'll have to send it to me. And I always like farming heavy Catalyst weapons in Dares of Eternity because you can get unlimited heavy ammo. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, we better start wrapping up tonight. We're at to our mark, but uh, any other last things that we didn't talk about? We'll, we'll have lots of time the upcoming weeks, of course. Continue on with Season of the Witch. Did you cover everything on TWAB? Patch notes were fucking Jesus. Yeah, but I don't have time to go over all of them tonight. Unless there's something you really want to mention, Kato. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a couple things that were kind of nice. Yeah. Oh, I thought uh, you meant... Okay, I'm even talking about the known issues in the TWAB. I don't have time to go over. But yeah, the patch oh, no. notes were humongous, as, I didn't as even usual. I read TWAB, so I could tell you. Yeah. No, the patch notes themselves, just some of the things that I thought were really nice. Um, orbs should no longer roll around freely. God, thank God. <laughs> um, it, they fixed a thing for Hunters and Titans, I do believe, when you have... Like when you're amplified and you jump, you no longer lose momentum on your second jump. That cool. that was a that was a huge thing. Uh, I didn't even know as being a warlock. I guess <laughs> correct. It did not affect warlocks. Huh. So, like if you had so much forward momentum from like a grapple or being amplified or like the um, the boops and Ron where they send you forward, they would cancel your forward momentum on your second jump. Mm, yeah, jumps like accelerated did feel stubby at times when yep. you were like, so that, but that's been a problem forever. Well, of yep. course, then again, like the, the amplify and the grapple becoming in things, so I guess more people have felt it in like very more awkward situations. Whereas being where before it was basically a controlled, like, 
what those accelerating rings and man cannons and crap. Right. It is interesting now to know that that was an issue and not like just a thing. I thought it was just a thing. Right? I see none in the job. I'm like, oh, that's not supposed to do that. All right. That's interesting. The more you know. The more you know. What else? I'm, Anything else? I don't remember. Just those two things kind of stuck out. Nice. Um, and, and one small thing. Finisher changes. I noticed that I was getting random finishers now. Well, they said because of the implementation of favoriting cosmetics, the option to favorite finishers is not here anymore. Oh. So if you want to use only a specific finisher, you have to just have that in your flare. Uh-huh. Yeah, load the one. Um, if you have more than one, it'll it'll randomize between them. Okay, well that's nice to know. Field chair it is. That's it's weird how just certain things affect each other. Sometimes, like mm. mm-hmm. coding that is weird, right? <laughs> yeah, just one line of code is mm. anyway. I mean, look at that one. This um, pulse rifle that screwed everything up from um, that they made with. The weapon crafting of the different catalysts you can get. Revision. Mm, yeah. uh, Revision zero. Yeah. I mean, the Monte Carlo, they said they had to test it for a long time with what they're doing. And there's still a small bug. Like, I don't think this is going to make too many people mad. But the bug right now is when you do the melee, if you have Rumble on, which a lot of us don't, but Rumble is not working if you do the melee. Boo hoo. <laughs> And it's probably one so of those things that the testers themselves probably don't even have rumble on because exactly. that's like the that's like the first thing people tend to turn off. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel because the first is rumble, and then you slowly start decreasing the music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually you get to the uh, game sounds because you just don't care. I usually, I don't know, I usually didn't no, screw too much stuff. with game sound. But yeah, Rumble was like the first thing I cut off. Because uh, that's also was like a hot tip back in the day for Crucible. Because Rumble can like, you know, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. And it's like, oh, whatever. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, then music, like as awesome as Destiny music is, I mean, when you play it for... Especially to start with, you know, like a couple hours a day and you're hearing these same tracks. It's like, okay, I'm done with you now. All right. Well, good talk. Good talk. And uh, this is week one of Season of the Witch. So we have a lot coming up um, and even a moderate amount coming up before we get bored halfway through the season. We'll see if we do or not. Mad. So next episode, we'll, the raid won't even be out yet. So it's a week from this Friday, a week from tomorrow as of a recording right now. So, but undoubtedly we'll have stuff to talk about um, on that episode, unless we decide to push it back. Actually, we'll see because um, Sin is going to be working for us. So maybe we should do a Sunday night recording. Well, we'll get back with you. We'll find out. Um, yeah, <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> In the meantime, it was a pleasure having everyone on. Um, Special guests, Cato, the second special guest, and then Rodimus, the first special guest. <laughs> Problem. Uh, where can you be found in the Discord? Is Problemus right now in the Discord, it looks like? Uh, yeah, it's, it's at Rodimus, Rodimus wherever um, 
I got the name across them all tagged. So just at Rodimus, you'll find me through the Owl Sector Alliance. Perfect. And Kato, do you even want to talk about your annoying name right now that Sin gave you? We'll just I, call you Kato. What did he change it to now? No, it's still the <laughs> beach chicks and dip. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You I thought I, it was even another one? I, man, <laughs> I love the fact that K, that it, this is such a common occurrence that Kato just doesn't even look anymore. No. Nah. But we were trying to figure out who changed my name earlier before you got in here, Kato. So. Yeah. I, 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 I found that. Oh, yeah? It, it, was, it was you, sin? Kingsley. What? It was you. <laughs> You, you changed his what, name to Problemus. I don't know. Well, someone must but have I, told me to, or Rodimus told me to. I wouldn't have done I, it just I to be I probably was or... starting some shit somewhere, and someone just told you to change my name to that, and I didn't really care at the time. So, Well, thanks for doing <laughs> the independent yeah. research, Des. <laughs> also, if you were to... Those classifications of actions uh, for, for, for uh, Discord... Uh, Adminish type people that can look into the audit log. Those are under uh, uh, people like uh, member updates. Member berry updates? No, member updates. Gotcha. Yeah, That's good it's know. like member updates. Uh, you can filter the audit log uh, for member updates. And I, of course, it's going to be slightly painful going through that because whenever Craig and if you're using bots to record, they technically update themselves, so they're all over that audit log. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're very thankful of Craig and um, uh, Jark, nonetheless, because they record the show for us. Well, you need Indeed. a live, uh, live update in game real fast, though. You have to have that every week, right? We do. And <laughs> who's giving the live update right now? Anyone? Uh, me, Kato, and uh, Ed just finished the Lake of Shadow strike. Ooh. Was it everything you imagined and hoped it would be? No. It was really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> there wait, you go. Strikes out. are amazing. <laughs> right? So wait, hear me out. Strikes need to be there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I do need to hop in more Knifles or Strikes, though, because I do want the Catalyst. So you will, you'll be finding many of us in uh, strikes or nightfalls, as Sin would say, you'll find Sin. Who knows where? Um, he did a concert tonight, and yeah, he uh, went to go see Ghost at Amon Amarth. Like this motherfucker. <laughs> right. Uh, Which, yeah, who knows if he'll be back next week? <laughs> he probably didn't even tell you guys that, did he? Uh, he did. Kind of very he... last minute. <laughs> he told us and sent us a picture of Amon Amarth opening. And he said, "Oh, I forgot to tell you, or something yeah. like that." I've, yeah. I've been so, I've been so busy doing this, I forgot to tell you. And then, since like a couple minutes later, since the picture is like, "Oh yeah, these guys are opening," it's like, "But wait, you're there?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happened. It's a true story. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> So, it's like um, you know, saying, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm not gonna make it." As you, you know, <laughs> as you find even... your seat for the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right? So who knows where you can find Sin out watching some ghost concert or something? Des, what do you want to say about where people can find you? 
Uh, you can find me across several of these Owl Sector Discords. Uh, I'm there lurking, much like in this one. So it's like not a personal thing. I, I just lurk. So that's the thing. Right on. We enjoy yeah. the lurkers also. We appreciate everyone's in the Discord. And if you are listening to this and not in our Discord yet, please go to our lovely website and there will be a link there on how to join the Discord. It's like a message form thing. You do not have to be active. You can just pop in. We'll say hi to you. You can ignore us if you need, if you're shy. And then check out all the cool resources in there. And yeah. where, might you ask, is the website yeah. to find that information? Yes, it is www.theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Des. You're the only one that can do that if Sin's gone. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. We really appreciate you. We'll catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Later. Bye. Bye.